The following is transcribed. Welcome to Bat Soup, a podcast dedicated to the old-time radio adventures of Superman and the dynamic duo. Buckle your utility belts for lots of stalling, plenty of hemming and hawing, and skepticism galore. Before we get to today's adventure, let's pause for this important message. Suppose you were walking down the street one day, gang, and you heard this. Well, naturally, you'd turn around to see what glabber gal rated the wolf call, wouldn't you? And about the last thing you'd expect to see is a 350-pound cute cookie. But suppose that's exactly what you'd see. Bet you'd turn to the guy who whistled and say, I don't want her, you can have her, she's too fat for me. But if you happen to be visiting a certain African tribe, you'd soon discover that these people think that the fatter a girl is, the more beautiful she is. That's right. The native boys would sneer at one of our movie glamour girls and say, I don't want her, you can have her, she's too thin for me. Now, that only proves that different people have different ideas of what's glamorous. That's why the Indians in America took one look at the early settlers and pityingly called the white men pale faces. On the other hand, the white men thought the other races looked peculiar on first seeing them. So, you see, gang, your idea of good looks depends on where you live. Noses are too flat or too pointed, hair too curly or too straight, figures too fat or too thin, all depending on what you're used to. But as you get to know people, you learn how unimportant these outward differences are. After all, when you size up a fellow, it isn't the color of his skin or the shape of his nose or the width of his waistline that counts. It's his character, his sincerity and sportsmanship that really go down deep. That's why they all agree that character is the only thing that counts. And now, Bat Soup presents today's adventure, part four of Looking for Kryptonite, as originally broadcast on December 7th, 1945. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, and today the Man of Steel is faced with a decision, the most difficult he has ever had to make. We'll join him at the home of the famous Batman in just a moment, but right now, here's a word from Dan McCullough. You know, it's getting so that whenever two or more kids get together, all they talk about is their collections of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pets. First, there's the business of showing how many you've collected, and then there's trading duplicates to add to your collection. Here's how that works. Uh, suppose you have two buttons with Superman on them, and your friend has two Moon Mullins buttons. Well, you swap your extra Superman for his extra Moon Mullins, and then you each have a different button to add to your collection. Fun? Why, I'll say so. And these buttons are all so doggone smart looking that, well, you get a great kick out of wearing them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap for everybody to see. They're bright colored as can be. Brilliant blue and red and black on a gleaming white background. And they're just about as big around as a nickel. Now, here's how you get these swell buttons. Just ask Mom to get you plenty of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. That's all there is to it. You don't send in either money or a box top. You can't even buy these comic buttons anywhere. All you do is to look inside the pet package for your prize. An exciting new comic button or a military insignia or warplane button. 
Ask Mom for P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. <laughs> Although the other man is dead, Superman is still in mortal danger. Two pieces of kryptonite, the rare element which gave the Atom Man his deadly atomic power, are in the hands of unknown enemies. Aware that Sidney, the late ally of the Atom Man, had been in contact with the Scarlet Widow, who had stolen the original kryptonite fragment, Superman searched Sidney's apartment and found the strange coin engraved with a crescent moon and star. The same symbol was later found branded on the heel of a dead Arab who had been in the apartment. Hoping that the famous Batman could help him, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, visited the house where Batman and his young companion Robin reside under their true names of Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. But when Kent asked Wayne to contact Batman, Wayne became suspicious. As we continue now in his library, Bruce Wayne, alias Batman, and Clark Kent, alias Superman, face one another. Listen. You might just as well come clean, Kent. What makes you think I can contact Batman? I told you. You said Superman said I could. Yes. And I said I didn't believe you. Now, tell me the truth, or I'm sorry. I'll have to ask you to leave. I... Well, it's just... All right, Wayne. All right, I'll tell you. I'm going to reveal a secret which no one else in the world knows, but which many would pay millions to know. Well, this sounds very interesting. It is. I've guarded this secret with my very life. But now, not only my own life is at stake, but all civilization. I need Batman's help desperately. So I'm going to take you into my confidence and trust you never to betray me. You're giving the secret quite a build-up. What is it? It's this. You see, Wayne, I... I... Yes? I am Superman. What? Yes. Yes, I, Clark Kent, am Superman. Well, well, what do you know? Superman, unmasked at last, huh? You uh, didn't get hit on the head by a brick or something on the way here, did you? Oh, apparently you don't believe me. Uh, let's just say I'm uh, I'm skeptical. Well, then I'll prove it to you. Here, I wear my costume under my street clothes. There we are. Now, off with my glasses like this. Say, you do look like Superman. Naturally. Because I am. Well, now you sound like him, too. Naturally again. Well, are you satisfied, Wayne? No, of course not. A good actor can impersonate almost anyone. And costumes are easy to get. Oh, I see. Well, then I'll prove it by... No, no, hold on. Let me give you some tests. (laughs) Just in case I've arranged some hocus-pocus with mirrors and what have you, eh? Uh, Maybe. Now, look, uh, Superman has X-ray vision, right? Right. I can see through anything but lead. Okay. Tell me what I have in my right trousers pocket. Oh, that's easy. A bunch of keys, two quarters. Let's see now. Their dates are 1906 and... Uh, the other one's upside down. 1917. Mm-hmm. Two quarters, all right. Uh, what do you say their dates were? 1906 and 1917. Right? Yes. Are you satisfied now? Uh, not quite. You might have... Uh, uh, don't misunderstand me, but you well, might... I might be a sleight-of-hand artist and slip those coins into your pocket, eh? I didn't say that, but you meant it. All right, what's your next test? Let's work fast. My business is urgent. Uh, this won't take long if you are Superman. Uh, come over here, will you? Certainly. What'll it be? Wait till I open this window. There we are. Now, just one more test. And if you pass it, I'll believe you're Superman. Shoot. See that flagpole at the rear of my lawn? Yes. It's 60 feet high. Let's see you place this quarter on top of it and return here within three seconds. Or uh, should we call the whole thing off? Are you kidding? 
Step aside, please. Okay. Now watch closely. Out and away! Well, do I pass, teacher? You certainly do. I hope you'll forgive all this waste of time, but... I apologize. I don't blame you at all. Fat man. What? Then you did know who I was all the time. Of course. Can't you guess how? Why, sure. Your X-ray vision saw through my mask and hood that last time we worked together. Mm -hmm. So that when you saw me today as Bruce Wayne, you recognized me at once. That's right. And what's more... Well, dust me off and polish my shoes, Superman. Hello, Robin. Uh, I mean, Dick. Oh, you know who he is, too. Uh Uh-huh. What do you mean he knows who I am, too? Uh, Superman is on to us, Dick. You mean he knows you... He knows I'm Batman. Christopher Columbus. Oh, but that's fair enough. He's told me his other identity. What? No kidding. Who is he? I'm afraid that'll have to remain a secret for the time being, Robin. And now, Superman, you said you needed my help. I certainly do. The Atom Man is dead, but... Uh, thanks to you. Make those thanks for two. Well, I was lucky. He could have finished me if he'd listened to Sidney and stayed with me, keeping me helpless under the influence of the kryptonite in his blood until I starved to death. Listen, is it true this, this kryptonite has the Indian sign on you? Yes, Robin, it has. It's a fragment of the former planet Krypton where I was born. But here in the atmosphere of Earth, for some strange chemical reason, I get weak when it's brought within ten feet of me. Gee, Uh Go on, Superman. Well, that's the first reason I need your help. Because I can't get near the kryptonite. And there are two pieces of the original fragment still in existence in the hands of our enemies. Now, listen closely while I tell you everything that's happened so far. Speaking swiftly but omitting no detail, Superman brings Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson, who are in reality Batman and Robin, up to date on the story of the kryptonite. He tells them of the Scarlet Widow and the mysterious Sidney, the late advisor of the Atom Man, of the strange coin found in Sidney's apartment, engraved with the symbol of a crescent and star, and of the dead Arab with the same cryptic symbol branded on his right heel. And that's why I have every reason to believe that Sidney was one of the leaders of a powerful secret organization using the symbol of a crescent and star. The Scarlet Widow either belongs to the organization or she has contact with it. And by tracing the organization, you think we can locate the Scarlet Widow and force her to tell us to whom she sold the last two pieces of kryptonite. Is that it? Right. You see, I know you and Robin have a wide knowledge of the underworld. You've fought the big crooks and the hangers-on for years. It's my hunch that somewhere among them we'll pick up a clue to the people we want. Of course, it's a dangerous mission I'm asking you to undertake. I'm used to danger. You can count on me to do everything I can. I knew I could. Thanks, Lois. And count me in, too. I'll blow those bugles and beat those drums. Where do we go from here, Brian? I know exactly where we're going. And right now... I'm listening. I'll tell you on the way. I'll contact you later, Superman. Perhaps even tonight. You sure you don't want me to go along with you? No, I think Robin and I can do this job better alone. All right, but call on me if you need me. You, uh, know how to contact me? <laughs> you bet I do. Uh-oh. Five o'clock. We've got a lot to do and just one hour to do it in. So long, Superman. So long and good luck. You don't mind if I use this window to leave by, do you? Help yourself. Right out. Out and away! You look at him go. We're going places ourselves. Come on. Lead the way, Pappy, and just try to lose me. Followed by the eager Dick Grayson, Bruce Wayne hurries from his house and enters his Batmobile car. We'll rejoin them in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. Say, gang, I know a certain young lady who's mighty fond of her bigger, older brother, but she says there never were enough games she and her brother could share in until Kellogg's Pep began putting out those swell new comic buttons. Now they have a lot of fun comparing notes on how many each is collected and swapping duplicates, too. 
Yes, sir, both fellows and girls are having a load of fun with these new comic buttons. I've seen a lot of caps and, and jackets and dresses with a buttons pin right on them. And do they look smart? So bright colored and shiny that, well, they show up like anything. You know, every single one of these new comic buttons has a true-to-life picture of one of your favorite comic strip characters. So you'll want to collect all 18 of them. You can, too, easy as pie. Just ask Mom to get you a good supply of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. That's the only way you can get these new comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You can't even buy them anywhere. But inside every package of Pep, there's an exciting prize. One of these brilliant new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Get your prize, gang, from P-E-P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now back to the adventures of Superman. <laughs> On the trail of the two pieces of kryptonite, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson, who in reality are the famous Batman and Robin, made a brief call at police headquarters and then drove to the shabby waterfront district. Before leaving their car, they disguised themselves as ragged, seedy individuals. And now, caps pulled low over their eyes, they are lounging against some rotting pilings at the street end of a long pier. It is early evening, but the fog swirling in from the harbor shrouds the street lamps to pale yellowish blurs. Maybe I'm dumber than usual tonight, Batman, but I don't get it. Why do we want to see a no-good rat like Squealy Evers? It's simple, Robin. He knows what's cooking in every dirty pot in Metropolis. And for a price, he'll talk. Oh, you figure he might know something about the Star and Crescent, huh? Not so loud. Yes. But Squealy's so crooked he puts a corkscrew to shame. How can we trust him? We're not going to trust him. We're just going to request a little information. Something tells me we'll get a knife in the back. Stop worrying. It makes wrinkles. That's the way I want to die, old and wrinkled. Scared, Mr. Grayson? No, not scared. I just got a yen to see the sun come up tomorrow. It will come up. Sure, but I want to see it. I... Button up, button up. Here he comes. Oh. Squilly, of course, and right on time. He always makes this beat around six o'clock. What if he sees through these rags and catches on who we are? Yeah, quiet now. Here he is. There's Squealy. Huh? Hello, Squealy. Yeah. What do you want? A little information. Who are you? Oh, um, my name's George Robinson. I'm, uh, his brother Jack. You know, quick uh, as... cut it out. You a cop? No, but, uh, I've got $200. Let's see it. Here. Here it is. Nice and fresh. Uh-uh-uh. Mustn't touch. Pretty little cabbage leaves, aren't they, Squealy? What do you want to know? Whatever you can tell us. About this coin. What the... The Crescent and Star. Where'd you get this? What's the difference? What do you know about it? For 200 bucks. Can you help us? Yeah. Yeah, I can help you. You can? Yeah, I can help you a lot. All right, Squealy. Start talking. Eagerly, Batman and Robin wait for the stooped, ferret-faced man to speak as the gray fog swirls around them. What will he tell them? And will it lead our friends to the mysterious organization they seek? And to the missing kryptonite? Monday's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, as Batman and Robin combine with the Man of Steel to stave off the greatest threat ever directed at the world in the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. 
And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Say, gang, get a load of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the famous variety carton of six swell Kellogg cereals in ten separate packages. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. With Kellogg's Variety on the table, you can choose among Kellogg's Rice Krispies, Pep, Corn Flakes, Shredded Wheat, Crumbles, and Bran Flakes. Simply help yourself to your favorite. Each box holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. And remember, it's Pearl Harbor Day and buy Victory Bonds. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. That was part four of Looking for Kryptonite from the Adventures of Superman, or as we like to think of it, the episode that put the bat in bat soup. That'll wrap things up for this episode of Bat Soup, but be sure to tune in next time when you'll hear Batman say... Careful. Careful crossing the street. Car might not see us in this farm.